0: Here, you'll talk. JB, are you ready to float, float, float? It's time to
1: float. It's time to float. It's time to float.
0: We all float down here. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, people? It's the Film Bros, and we are back with another episode of the Film Frequency. And this week, if you couldn't tell by our little banter, we are going to be talking It Chapter 1 and Chapter 2, kind of just an overview of the two movies. We figure since it's Halloween, we might as well drop something special and spooky for you fucking freaks out there. So, uh, JP, first, I guess we should just start with the original It. Do you have, like, great memories of that from your childhood? Because I have some freaky shit.
1: First off, what's going on, film family, film freaks? Yes, it is us, the film brothers. Going back to It 1 and It 2, um, regarding the original It, I don't remember much of it, but the one thing that will always stick out was Tim Curry as as Pennywise. His performance was great. Um, A totally different take on Bill Scargaard's, um you know, which we'll get into. But yeah, I definitely remember Tim Curry as Pennywise definitely stood out
0: to me. Yeah, yeah, that was, I think that was, you know, everybody has that one movie from their childhood that just freaked them the hell out. And I've always watched horror movies we've talked about it before. Like, I've been watching horror movies since I was like five. But for some reason, it was always it that freaked me out more than Child's Play, more than Halloween, more than Friday the 13th, more than Freddy the Krueger by the time I was, alert was fucking more funny than anything else. But I think it was because of the children, him attacking children. And so we'll get into that. Um, but I, you know, from so over the course of this review, because I did read the book, I don't know if you read the book. I'll add a lot not. of perspective from the, from the book myself. Um, awesome. Yeah. So, so we'll get into like the comparisons between that. What I will say is that the newer versions of it are a lot more like the book than the original mini series. Um, they, they both still go in their own directions, which is good, uh, from someone who wrote the who read the book. You don't, you know, everyone always is like, well, they changed this from the book. Do you guys really just want them to put the exact same things from the book on the screen? Cause then it's no, it's nothing interesting. We kind of know where it's going to go. So, um, I'll be just be adding that perspective as we it in there, but you mentioned it already. So we'll start from there. Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. I mean, the movie really kind of hinders on him and how good he can do in the role What's funny is, and, you know, we um, me and you talked about it when we did the news, talked about Joker, just how little Heath Ledger was actually in uh, The Dark Knight. How much do you think Pennywise was in this movie,
1: actually? Uh, You mean, like, in the movie or talking? In the movie. I'm going to guess 10 minutes.
0: He was actually in the movie about 25 minutes, but that's not counting the times he pops up as other creatures. So it's probably more like 35, 40 minutes, which is a, a nice chunk.
1: You want to hear something crazier? What? In it too. how long is his dialogue when you add up all the minutes?
0: Oh, I don't know. It has to be like ten minutes. He's not in it too that much. Four minutes. Really? That's Which it? Is nuts! Yeah, I couldn't believe it. And that, and that's, and that's one of my biggest issues with chapter two over chapter one. It chapter one, and I, I, I'll say this: um, I think that the inherently the children portion of the the this story is always going to be more engaging than the adults right yep 100%. um because that it plays off fears and the fears that you have as a child you can relate to more than adults who are afraid that you know you kind of feel like they should know certain shit isn't real um and we'll get into it more but i just i think that that's always better. And I think that that's why I have my feelings on chapter one versus chapter two. And the fact that they kind of split this up into where it isn't an integrated story, like the books and like the miniseries where you go back and forth. Um, We'll get into that. But I know you said, we're going to talk about Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise first. What did you think of his portrayal of Pennywise?
1: I actually liked it. Don't get me wrong. I love Tim Curry as well, but I actually enjoyed this portrayal of Pennywise Tim Curry was, I think, half funny and half uh, spooky, whereas Bill Skarsgård, I think, throughout was pretty spooky. Uh, even when he tried to have that comedic twist on it, it still came out kind of creepy. So mm. I, I, I enjoyed Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise, and I think it's uh, definitely for it, too. It definitely, in my opinion, saves the movie. Um which I'm sure you know, we'll get into everything on that. But yeah, what what are, what are your thoughts in regards to that?
0: I like uh, his portrayal is closer to the books um, in the sense that Tim Curry's Pennywise just looked like a clown, right? Even in his portrayal on how he acted, it was like a clown. With Bill Skarsgård, it's, you almost think he's a clown, but it's like, it's something off about him. Like if he was standing in front of you, you'd be like, there's something not quite right about that clown just by looking at him and he does that eye thing. And the fact that that wasn't CGI and he can do that naturally with his eye is fucking freaky as hell. Um, but from that first scene, from when we open up on IT Chapter 1 and you get him in the sewer and it, and it builds and the tension builds, right then you knew that it was going to be a great Pennywise. Like he had me hooked and they they kind of took that scene and, and posted it before the movie came out. As far as chapter IT Chapter 2... The scenes that we did get of him were great, but I wanted more. And so you would think as great as he was in chapter one and everyone really enjoyed him in chapter one, that in chapter two, you would double down on it and they went the opposite direction. It's like they felt like, oh, we got a great thing and it. Let's just trickle him in the story or in the movie. And we got so much of the adults that I think it took away from it a little bit. What do you what about you on that point?
1: So you addressed a couple of things that that I want to reply on. Uh, firstly in regards to Bill Skarsgard again like you said excellent. You mentioned them not CGI in the movie. They were going to CGI his eyes and he literally told the director, "Hey, I can do this on my own with yeah. the cross eyes," which is which is cool. Another thing, I don't know if you knew, you know, obviously he was wearing prosthetic teeth. Every time you saw him drooling, that was legitimate drool. The director just left it in because it looked good. So, you know, it was actually him drooling, which is, again, it was awesome to see that. Now, in regards to the beginning of the movie, it won. The way it started off with Georgie and him getting his, his arm bitten off, that was awesome. Off rip, you know, like, okay, this shit is real. You know, we're gonna sit back, we're gonna see something really interesting. So I love the way the movie started off, and and It too kind of started off in that way as well. You know, when you see the couple and you see the guy get eaten, like you know, by the river, mm-hmm. uh, you kind of got the same thing. Um, so yeah, it's it's good to see that. Now, in regards to what you're saying about uh, the adults, and it's it's crazy because you said you wanted to see more. It, keep in mind, It too was two hour forty four minutes. Uh, two hour, two hour and forty four minutes. I one hundred percent agree with you. I wanted to see more as well, and it's crazy, again, because it's almost three hour three hours. However, I think they could have still used two hours and 44 minutes, but they could have allocated the time differently. For example, at the beginning of IT2, we got quick stories of where the, the past 27 years of all these kids, literally like two, three minutes of each one. And then there was so many times as, as an adult. I would have loved to see more backstory. What was going on in those 27 years and even in the last year of their lives? How have they come to this spot they're in? But they kind of hurried them get going back to Jerry. and then when they got when they got to Jerry, it just went on and on and on. You could have easily took out about forty five minutes of that that movie, and you would have lost nothing, in my opinion.
0: And that, that so, I get that the, the, everyone loved the kids from Chapter One, right? So you had to kind yes. of put them back in. And I understand why they did it that way. And I, I guess that's where hindsight is twenty twenty. Because I would have much rather had a three-hour, just one movie, like a three-hour and 15, one minute where they combine It Chapter 1 and Chapter 2, where those stories are kind of told at the same time. Um, but that would
1: have never happened, bro. It would have never
0: happened. No, no, I agree. From it would have never happened. It's the money. It's about the money, yeah. But I think that um, I almost, especially because the, the scenes with the kids in Chapter 2, they are so fucking heavily, I've never, like, you de-age children to make them look younger, which I get. And you had to do that because, like, the guy who was also in Stranger Things, I forget his name, he's, like, fucking six we feet tall now. Yeah, um, so I get why they had to do so, but I almost would have rather them just not have the kids in the movie. And I hate, and and I say that from the point of because I wanted to spend more time with these adults. There's so much story in the book that, that were rushed past in, like, two minutes or that it was even in the original miniseries. That was taken out of this, um, just like with um, uh, Big Ben's, uh, uh, God, the guy from Split. I'll, uh, why am I losing his name? James McAvoy. James McAvoy's character, like in in the in the miniseries and in the book, there's this whole side story of his wife traveling to Derry too, and and also Bev's husband and how Bev's husband captures. Like that was not in the movie at all. Outside of a quick scene at the beginning, we don't get any of his wife once he heads for Derry. That would have added something to the story. Like a a lot of the stakes that are from the previous incarnations of the story weren't in this. And ultimately, I feel like it hurts our connection to the adults. They they thought that we were going to feel so connected to these adults because of our connection to the kids in the first one that it hurt the story, I think. And I almost would have said, all right, if you if you're not going to do it all in one movie, maybe they should have had three parts. Maybe this should have been a three part movie series
1: yeah I think I think they're gonna regret not doing three parts cons- considering the success that you know it too had now I want to ask because I, I didn't read the book at all but based on my research according to the research chapter two was basically kind of like the movie where it was a, a mix of flashbacks and current times kind of intertwined. You you remember that? Well, there is all? no
0: chapter two in the book, so in it, it is just one book. And in well, it, well, I
1: mean, in the second half of the of the book,
0: with well, the whole book, the whole book from the start to finish is you flat. So it, the 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 very first scene of the book is the very first scene in it chapter two the film with the oh. with the dairy and the and the kids going and well the uh, the gay couple and stuff. That's the very first scene you get, and then they then after that point they weave back and forth between the adults and throughout the whole book. like So you'll get a chapter of kids, you get a chapter of the adults, or sometimes it's in, it's in the same chapter. Um, and the way that they link it back, the way that the book is framed is like as the adults are getting ready and gearing up to battle Pennywise a second time, they flash back to stories of when they battled him the first time or, or leading up or how they got connected as kids. And so it's that constant back and forth, and, you, and, you're, and you're jumping back and forth between the two. And it's a it's a better narrative, so like everything lines up. So at the time in the book where the adults are fighting Pennywise, they're also flashing back to when the kids fought Pennywise. So there's not like this thing of you get that you get the kids fighting them, and then a couple chapters chapters later you get the adults fighting them. No, it's all they so, tell well, you, it side you, by side. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because I was wondering
1: about that. But yeah, I mean, we talked a little bit about Bill Skarsgård, and um, what about the rest of the cast? Um, I mean. The guy that plays Richie, not only in It One, the kid from Stranger Things, but also in It Two. For me, he's the standout character. Oh yeah. In both, that character is the standout character. What about you?
0: Yeah. Um. Definitely the standout character. I think that in that, I think that that's as much as he's the standout character. I really think that that's what kind of derailed this movie is because, um, I think Richie. Comedy. Yeah, Richie to- Tozer, uh, was so good as an adult in this movie that they wanted to add more and more of him, I think. And it kind of, it it felt like a different movie. Like, it, this one felt like really like a comedy, and he was great. He was great. Uh, what's the actor's name? I'm losing my train of, Bill Hader. Bill Hader. And because of Bill Hader, like, I think he was the most enjoyable part of this movie. And I mean, from every scene he's in, he's great. Um, I also think that the... Um, the kid who played Eddie, well, the adult who played Eddie, he he gets that kid's mannerisms down to a T. Like the way that he, his line delivery, the way that he, the infliction in his voice, the facial expressions he's make, he gets that. Like all the adults, I think were cast ve- very well, except for one.
1: Huh? Ben? Bill?
0: No, Bill. Bill was fine. Who
1: the hell is Ben?
0: Ben was the fat kid who's no longer fat as oh, an yeah, adult. Right, 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 the one right. who wrote. First of all, he's in not the even book, the same does race. He tra-
1: does he have that transformation in the book? Yes, is he, he, does, have like, he ner- does have the he does have the
0: transformation. To, like, but my thing is is that good looking guy. That yeah yeah he does have the transformation of being a fat kid to a, a in shape guy. But my my problem is isn't that because that is in the book, is that he doesn't he just doesn't like all these other kids all these other adults and kids you can kind of see the kids growing into these adults. You don't see it with him, to me. I didn't get it. Like he didn't capture the mannerisms. I don't even think he captured the energy of of the kid who played Ben in the first movie.
1: Yeah, I agree. Cause Ben in the in it one was so enthusiastic, and he was just the type. It was yeah, this guy was more kind of laid back and calmer versus his counterpart in it one. But yeah, I mean, I I love the different actors, their counterparts, in it too. And as a matter of fact. Bev and uh, Richie, they're the the child actors. Actually, they wanted, them. yeah, yeah, they picked them to, to be the you know the actual actors, which is cool. And you were speaking about Eddie's character as an adult. I enjoyed Eddie's character as an adult, but I also enjoyed Eddie as as a as a young person that that character i'm not sure what the kid's name is i apologize for that but eddie as a younger person i love that character as well he was right side by side with richie with the quick quips and everything and you know i read a funny story about that eddie uh as a younger uh excuse me a younger kid where they did a scene with eddie and uh penny wise and Pennywise wise was like all up in Eddie's face, and he's yelling and doing all these scary facials. And Eddie, the kid in the in the shot, is yelling and, and crying and gagging. And then they cut the scene, and Bill Skarsgård's like, "Listen, I, you know, are you okay? I'm really sorry." And the Eddie guy turns to him and is like, "Oh my god, you're doing such a great job. I love the way you're playing this character." <laughs> yeah. And Bill was like, "Holy shit! Like, kids these days are such professionals. It's crazy."
0: Yeah, he's he's and he was also in um, Shazam. He's 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 a really yes. good actor. I think he has a bright future from a comedic standpoint because his his comedic timing as a kid is amazing. I can only imagine what time and more roles and acting classes and whatever is going to do to him in the future. Like all the kids in it, Chapter One will cast great. Like I think they all have bright futures. Um, but yeah, so I I guess we're we're now into the characters. What did you think about? Uh, Stanley even though he's in this movie a very short amount of time him too he looks exactly like an adult version of the, of of the kid who played Stanley they just they did so well with the casting and I, and there's going to be things that I rip apart about this movie in a few minutes so I want st- to I want to stay good on on I want to make sure I point out the good stuff before we get there um of course Jessica Chastain can do no wrong in my, in Oh gosh, She's, um,
1: yeah, I agree. Yeah. He, so, she was in Molly's game. I don't know if you caught Molly's yeah. game. Yes. So that was a good one. And, uh, Stanley's character is an adult. I think of all the characters, that's the one that looks, it literally, it looks like Stanley as a child, just, yeah. uh, you know, as an adult, that was the one that in terms of looks was so similar. Um, Honestly, of all the losers, everyone in the losers' club in it one, and and also in it two, he was my least likable character. Obviously, in it two, it's understandable; he's barely in the movie. Yeah. Um, we're gonna get into what happens to him later, but yeah, in it one, he was of all the characters, he was the one that I felt didn't have any or the least amount of substance and backstory kind of at least in my opinion what do you think
0: i do and agree with that And i think that was kind of by design because i think that they knew that he was going to be the first one to die in in chapter two so it's like all right do we really spend that much time developing him knowing that he's going to be the first one off i think all they had to do with stanley is make him sympathetic and they did that. Like, I think him having that fear of that painting in his dad's office and the painting attacking him. And then when they finally go and fight it, he, he's the one who gets attacked and separated from the group. So I think they did a job making him feel like he's the one that needed to be. He needed the the group the most to be protected, because if he's alone, he's he's an easy target. So I think they did that. But, yeah, by they, by doing that, they did take a lot away from his character as well.
1: So I know we're kind of jumping into this, but I wanted to really. Because we didn't really talk about it too much. I wanted to talk a little bit about just the overall success of It 1, It 2. How about It 1 being the number one gross grossing horror film of all time? I mean, number yeah. one, we're talking $700 million worldwide. It 2 right now, currently as we speak, is number nine again highest grossing of all time number nine um probably by the time it's all said and done it will probably jump jaws to number eight they're about 19 million away so what about the success if you're looking at just straight franchises it right now i believe is the sixth highest grossing horror franchise keep in mind With two movies they've had two movies yeah. their yeah. average of about, of about 550 million per movie is the highest of any other fr- horror franchise
0: yeah, I mean, I think it. I think that that first it was so perfect as a, as a movie that it it deserved it alone. And while I have my issues with it, chapter two, it still was better than a, a lot of horror movies that come out. I just I think that a lot of my problems with it come from reading the book, but also comes from they had this perfect cast that they could have did so much better with. Um, but it deserves it. I I think, I, and I applaud them for not going the easy route and trying to turn this into a five movie franchise because that that's what that's what most studios would have did with it regardless of the book and the miniseries they would have tried to find a way to turn this into at least three which this one probably needed to be three but they fought against that um so yeah it deserved it it was a great narrative
1: i wanted to ask though because you, you just spoke about something and it reminded me of something i wanted to ask you when i was watching this we spoke previously about um, Child's Play, I believe it's going to be a TV series, currently The Purge is on season two. Do you see with the success of this, do you see any way they turn this into uh, a mini uh, a series, and uh, not a mini series, but I'm talking a full blown season by season by season TV show?
0: It would be difficult to do, and I say that because the way that it, you have to eventually get to the story of these kids being adults um, and that wouldn't work is like a weekly TV show of bouncing back and forth for too long it could only Netflix. be a miniseries then. Um, so unless they're going to do something with it, maybe what? Because I mean, it was a, the character of it in this in this universe was around for hundreds of years. So unless they go back to like the fifties and tell the story, then um, then it's possible. But even even like the built in in the character, like it pops up for a year and then he disappears for seven. So wh- how much can you drag out a year's worth of story? You're going to drag that out to five seasons. Like it's just, it's kind of, or
1: what if they went 27 years down, mm. they could always bring back. you know, in, a, in, a, in these movies, they could always do whatever the hell they want. So, Oh, surprise Pennywise is still alive 27 years later. And now it's the kids, kids that are, that are trying to take that well, Pennywise. Well,
0: they actually, that, that's actually uh, one of the rumors I read that they may do a part three and it's oh, their okay. kids. Um, coming up against it. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of different. I I, I won't say because I'm a real big fan of Castle Rock. I don't know if you watch that show. Um, no, I've and, heard about it. And though. that's a, that's an anthology series, so it's like it's like American Horror Story, where every year is okay. it's completely own story, but it's set in the world of Castle Rock. They can do something like that with it, whereas like every season is a different is is goes seven years story. into the future, and it's a different story about a different set of kids coming up against them. So
1: yeah, I could definitely see something like that working. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm I'm really glad though. I'm glad I finally saw this movie because at the beginning of 2019, in terms of horror, the two movies I was really looking forward to was definitely uh, Child's Play, and it too. And Child's Play was absolutely horrible. I won't go into that because I'm gonna go on a freaking tirade. But
0: yeah, (laughs) let's not let's let's please because that. Bro, I haven't so been so pissed up... off by a movie ever. Like exactly. literally, I, I think... don't think I've ever been so pissed off by a movie, and I've seen some terrible movies. They
1: are uh, they completely derailed that movie. But anyway, I think this is a good segue. We talked a lot of a lot of the high points and the key points. How to, how to, let, let, let's let's turn this upside down. How about the low points? What are the things you hated about this movie? Okay,
0: so it chapter one, I hated nothing. I think it's a perfect movie, for my Agreed. book. For my book, it's right up there with Halloween one and two. As all time great horror movies. Like I have almost no flaws with it. Um, chapter two though. Let, let, let let's let us let us go. You ready for it? <laughs> let's do it. All right. Bring it. Bring it. First problem is not having enough pennywise in the movie. I think that's that's a, a, a huge issue, is that he's really only in like three scenes. And that that and the scenes are good, especially with the the one with the girl underneath the bleachers. Great pennywise scene. I needed yes. more of that. Um I think that they rush certain parts. It just didn't make any sense logically how we jump from one place to another. Um, I think that they they lean too hard on comedy. For example, Eddie when he gets stabbed in the face and he turns around and he's just like, (laughs) like, dude, you got. I wanted to see fright drama. Yeah, you got stabbed in the fucking face. Now I love the fact that he went in the in the shower and came out and stabbed the dude. Like that was great, but. I don't know so that that's an issue as far as story wise i don't like the fact that they try to make stanley's death something different than in the books by he he oh, really he, he committed suicide well no he committed suicide in the books but in in the book he did it out of just fear of pennywise on this one they try to make it that he did it to bring them together like a hero come on now look after 13 reasons why we we there's there's no more trying to make suicide a good thing um Let's see some of the other issues that I have. Like that ending battle with Pennywise was fucking horrible. It was horrible, bro.
1: It was a lot of science, like I guess science fiction shit. But I, I, I and that was a lot of my my problems with this movie. A lot of the scenes were some of this. I mean, I understand what this movie is, but a lot of the scenes were just absolutely unrealistic to me. Mm-hmm. Again, I understand what the movie is. Um, not only that, I wanted more. I understand this is an adaptation of a, of a book, but that doesn't mean you have to follow it to a T. For example, I would have liked to see more of Bauer's story. I mean, I understand he's a he's a, not that big of a character, but at the same time, he's the second villain. He has such a,
0: a more a bigger story in the book, bro. Like, and
1: he should. I mean, he was an integral part of part one, and in part two, he was just like a, a secondary character that was in the movie maybe for 10 minutes, if that. Yeah. So I wanted to see more of Bauer's story. Um, a, a lot of the things, again, they, they dragged out. I mean, I remember checking... And I'm like, shit, you know, there's still an hour and a half left. Shit, there's still an hour left. It dragged on a lot. And I really felt they could have – I'm not saying they could have cut the movie shorter, but they could have done more in other ways. Like I mentioned before, you know, talking more about their backstories leading up to this, you know, 27 years. So overall, yes, it was a good movie. However, I will say this. At any point in time, I can go on and I could pop in, you know, it won and watch it. No problem. And enjoy it. I cannot pop it it and watch it in order to watch it too i would have to watch it along with it one or else i won't get the same enjoyment it's not a like one-off movie for me i i would say i would watch it because i kind of have to 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 see the second part of what's the rest of the story from it one versus it one where hey i don't need to watch it on the movie i I see that i'm good with that
0: yeah yeah and and uh, it's just it drags like the whole thing of them having to find these totems bro they could have cut out that whole side story that like real honestly and especially because it ended up not meaning and that's not in the book at all so i want to
1: ask you this uh, not to cut you off and you can finish what you're saying and then answer this in this movie the way they they finally kill Pennywise is which is freaking absurd to me is they're literally insulting him. So in order to kill Pennywise, they're insulting him. Was that part of the book or is that just no, brand new?
0: No, and I'll explain that. So like, because um, that's fucking weird. In the book, it's this thing called the ritual of Chud, which they did. Yes. They, but they called it something. That's what they called this ritual in this movie. But it's something different. So basically, what the ritual of Chud is in the book, it's a psychological battle. So they hold each other's tongues and they're basically transported to this place where it's like this battle of wills. Richie saves the day in that one, Um, but ultimately it ends with they do rip him apart with their bare hands. Like the physical body, they rip apart with their bare bare hands. So that's kind of why, but the insult thing, in the book, they do figure out that if you're not afraid of Pennywise, and they figured it out in the first movie, if you're not afraid with him, he really can't affect you. The whole yelling insults at him thing, bro, was just... And, and, and the thing is, is that it, it takes away from me, in my opinion, the fact of you have to be psychological. So basically they bullied him is, yeah. what, is, what, it, is what it boiled down to. Um, you're a clown. You're a cl- like, we know he's a clown. Like, so you're just going to continually yelling he's a clown at him. I would have rather it and I know it's hard to shoot something the way that it's described in the book. The, the battle, the ritual of Chud, the way it is in the book, it would be almost impossible to shoot it that way in a film. I almost would have rather it be kind of like it ended on the first one. Like them using weapons that it gave them power because they believed that it worked. That's how the, the chapter one ended. Is like when he shot him with the, the the cattle rod thing, there was nothing actually in it, but because he believed that it could hurt Pennywise, it gave them power over Pennywise. I would have much rather it have been something like that. Like you had a great ending. Just redo it in a different way. You don't like you're yelling insults at this guy. I love the fact that he does pull off his own like leg, I guess, and puts it through his heart. That's a great way to kind of end it. But everything else leading up to that was just corny, bro.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And uh, you know, again, you read the book and and I didn't, but there were some just based off research. I noticed there were some parts that are not in the book, such as uh, and you actually touched on this a little bit. Eddie's death was a lot more gruesome mm. uh, in the book. Also, another thing I read was. And I think this has to do with it. One, when they were in the the barons or the whatever that year they call, it. yes, um, and I know obviously they took they didn't show that at all in the in the uh, uh, the uh, remake. Do you think that took away at all from the film for those hardcores that actually read the book, or does it not really matter? Or in 2019 is that a little too much? In
0: 2019, we don't need to see adolescents having an origin. I just, I that's that's not necessary to. It's not necessary. I don't feel like it's necessary in the bookie that I think they told. Uh, the story of that—they needed to be together. They needed to work together to defeat it, and that's ultimately what the orgy in the book is for—is is to can bind Can you explain?
1: Them. Can you explain what that was for those people who didn't read the yeah, book? So
0: in in the book, and it, and the funny thing is, it's after they defeat it in the book. So when, when the kids really? when the kids battle it in the book. After they defeat him and he goes off, they are getting lost in the sewer. And they're mainly getting lost because they're all panicking and they're frantic and they're not working together. So to bring them together, Bev has sex with each one of the boys one on one. And so after oh, that, damn. after that, they're so connected that they find their way out of the Barrens. oh So
1: what you're telling me that in uh, what was the setting of this movie in part one, like the 80s?
0: Yeah, the, no the the seventies.
1: I believe it was the eighties. Maybe it
0: was the eighties. Okay. Yeah,
1: because it was. I remember nightmare. Like they were talking about nightmare. Yeah, it was the eighties. It was the eighty-one. Eighties. Yeah. So you're telling me in, in the eighties, instead of using GPS, they just did gangbags?
0: They didn't have GPS in the eighties.
1: Right. So instead of GPS, they had because you're saying they're trying. Well, to in the out in the book place. in the
0: book it said in the fifties or the sixties.
1: Okay, fine. Yeah. So in the fifties, they did gangbags instead of GPS. Yeah, is what you're 80s, telling
0: me. Yeah. I didn't have a map. Just, you don't have a map. You do a gangbang.
1: Interesting. Just, just wanted to clear that up.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. Oh. <laughs> uh, another thing uh, with this movie: too much Mike. The actor that does Mike, the Old Spice guy, um, his <laughs> acting. That out. His act, like, and I don't want to offend anybody with this, but tell me if you if you think I'm wrong. The way that he portrayed this character until a- after it's defeated, it suddenly goes away. But until they. Most in this movie, he comes off like he's Autistic.
1: Yeah, and I, I think Though, in part one, he was like that too he, he was the most, I don't know what the Right word to use, is, but he was very like Blah, I'm not saying his acting Was bad, but he was very Blah, and so was the child actor As well, and I didn't, I don't know, I didn't i did not And it was, I mean, obviously again, I'm sure They're going off the book, but it's kind of Weird to see Mike in this role, because In It 1, and he's kind of a loner And like, mm. not a leader that. Mike's character and his role in it too is someone I would have expected out of someone like Bill like the leader and leading the way and bringing well, everybody back together so I, It's kind of weird I that.
0: think Bill is the leader because he knows he has to get Bill on board for the others to get on board I think he's just the one who knows the information because he stayed in Derry. but when I say he almost seemed autistic it was like like in the line was like it had to work, it had to work. The only reason it didn't work is because they didn't they had to believe. They didn't believe. They didn't believe. They, are, are you mad at me, Bill? Are you mad at like it's just like, dude, you're a fucking 35-year-old man who talks like that at 35 years old? Exactly. Yeah, I know.
1: I, I don't know, I don't know what, what they were doing with him, but going back to what you are saying, I, I can see like if you want to like in football terms, for example, I can see Bill as like I can see Bill as sort of like the offensive coordinator. And I could, you know, I could be wrong, but Bill is the offensive coordinator, and Mike is the coach. And I know that sounds weird, but I feel like Mike is the one that kind of brought it all together because he's the one that got them together. He mm. was the one that was finding out all the information. He was saying, "Okay, this is where we got to go. This is what we got to do."
0: Yeah, but I, I mean, that's just because everybody else is so far removed; they don't even remember Derry until they come back. So he kind of had to be the one uh, to get the information, but.
1: Which leads me to ask, what is this man still doing in Derry? Get the hell out of Derry! Everyone else left. What are you still doing in Derry? Are you trying to be the
0: librarian? I mean, I think that that goes to the fact that, um, like, he felt like he was the only one to remember. Everyone kind of moved shortly thereafter. But I feel like he really took it upon himself to say, "I know this. I know this thing's gonna come back eventually. I can't leave because if I leave, everyone else is already gone. There's no one. There's gonna be no one to defeat it." So, and. (laughs) <laughs> that gets to my issue is that, okay, let's just be real. And, and I did get it. It's out. a movie. You're on your own. I, like, did, so, I
1: did it for myself. <laughs> now you're on your own. You do you.
0: Pennywise is very happy staying in Derry, getting his his kills in, and going the fuck back in hibernation. There's no world at threat. Nothing like this. Would you have went back to Derry to, or would you have been like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, them kids better figure out how to deal with them like we did. Fuck y'all.
1: So here's the thing. If it was close friends of mine, I would talk them into not going. But if they went, just knowing how, the type of person I am, I would have, yes, I would have went because I, I would have not did what Stanley did and killed myself. I would have went because of my friends. Of my these are Remember, these guys, they're all they had. They were very close-knit friends. Obviously, 27 years later, they're not as close, but at the time, they were very close. So I, who am I kidding? I would have been like, fuck that. No, I probably wouldn't have went. I don't know. know. Exactly. Fuck that. Now, I'm, as i am thinking about it more, it just makes literally no sense why you would go back. Honestly, no I understand there's a whole set of new generations that Pennywise can go after, but again, I dealt with it 27 years ago. I defeated Pennywise. They can figure a way to defeat it on their own.
0: It's just, it, it, and then like um Bill getting so attached to this kid um that kept popping up. I, I forget his name. What's his name? Like Tyler or something like that with the skateboard. Something like that. Um that that scene was one of the creepiest scenes because like to be, I get I, well. Before we get into anything else, like with the stories, I, I, the next thing I want to get into is like our favorite scenes from both movies. Is there anything left that you want to talk about before we get in there? And no, I'll just kind of segue.
1: Just a tip, it because I, I don't know if you're about to say the same shit, so I hope I'm not I'm not like stealing what you're about to say. But when James McAvoy was in that I don't know if it was an elevator or what, uh-huh. and he was like talking to the kid and Pennywise and the thing. Honestly, like all I could see was the character from split and I don't know why. And I'm like, bro, like he's about to like kill this kid. I know obviously he's not, but all I could see was that split character. That's all I could see.
0: Yeah. Even the accent was like one of the characters from split, um, that he used, here. because for anyone who knows McAvoy is not an American. Um, so it's just funny that he went back to like one of those accents, but, um, yeah. So the, the scene that like, so my favorite scenes from like both movies, um, the first time that they go to the house to try to battle Pennywise when Eddie breaks his arm was just a great scene. How Each one of the kids has something different to do. Um, this scene in the that we're talking about now in the in the House of Mirrors and the scene under the bleach, that scene under the bleachers is like a perfect Pennywise scene. I just wanted more and more of it. Um, those are, like, my three favorite scenes from the movie. Any scenes that has that stood out to you over the course of these two movies?
1: So, firstly, with It 1, obviously, like, the first scene we get or, or you know, the beginning part where George yeah. gets some, that that's, like, monumental for me. And I think, you know, 5, 10, 20 years down the road when they're talking about It 1 and 2, the remake, that's a scene they're always going to talk about because that, like, kind of set everything off. Um, it 1, there was a, a lot of different things, a lot of different quotes. I love when Richie... And they actually brought it back in it too. When he said, "Um, let's go kill a fucking clown or something yeah. to that effect. Uh, it too, that scene on need a bleacher was, I wanted to see, a, I know I'm repeating the same shit you said, but I wanted to see a lot more of that because it reminded me of the same scene with Georgie where he was under the sewer mm-hmm. and he's kind of like, in a way, I don't know this sounds, sounds kind of weird, but he's kind of seducing the kid, not in a sexual way, obviously, but in a way that setting them up for death yeah. and, the, the psychology behind it is what intrigued me. Uh, there were some other spots in it, it too that I liked. Um, obviously, a lot of Bill Hader, a lot of his comedy, I enjoyed. And one scene that I that I, I really loved, and I think it's a very uh, it's a it's a underrated scene. But it's where Eddie, and I think this kind of brought the realism into this movie. All this weird sci fi shit happening around when Eddie dies. And Bill uh, and um, Eddie, is, uh, yeah, Eddie dies, and Richie is holding on to him, and they're like, "Come on, we gotta go." And he's like, "No, we can still save." That was such a beautiful piece of acting, mm-hmm. and it's weird because this whole movie, ninety nine percent of this movie, Richie is this comedic character, and now when shit hits the fan, you see like real life emotion here, and you see, you know, this is one of his best friends that's now dead, and like it takes toll on him. That, and then also a couple minutes later when they all come out from the from the water and they're all holding him and he just breaks down and he starts to cry. So I think those are two very powerful scenes again by Richie, the, the, uh, you know, Bill Hader. I absolutely enjoyed it because it brought everything back together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, even, and then after that, the scene with, after they all go jumping in the ravine again, and they're all sitting around him while he's crying, while he's crying and holding him, like, Bill Hader, if he doesn't get more roles in Hollywood after this, I don't I don't know what can do it for him because the, he but, you shows, know, he's in
1: a lot of movies.
0: Yeah, he's he but he's he's not in a lot of movies where he gets to flex this type of acting chops.
1: Right. Right. He's um, more and he's more of a secondary character. Like I remember him from Bad; he's one of the cops and yeah. he's in a lot of Seth Rogen movies. They all run in the same circle.
0: Yeah, and he he's he was just a great like you said, a beautiful piece of acting, a great like character piece. Like everything in it, you just felt his love for Eddie. After that, and that's something that's not in the book. So at the end of this movie with Richie, we get that well throughout it, we get that he's he's gay, he's been repressing it, and that he he is he gay in the book? No, not at all. That storyline is not in the book at all. Oh, and he and he actually loved Eddie. Um
1: Yes. We saw that at the end with him carving, okay, the, name, carving the E the initials. In it.
0: What do you what do you think about that? Did that add anything to I think and the thing is is that I think that looking back at it, and I don't even know if they plan that in it, chapter one, but it's all there. Like, when you think about it, it's all it's all there.
1: Honestly, I didn't I didn't really think too much about it, only because of the way the character was. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, if you, I mean, the fact that he was gay, I think they just, it was just kind of uh, as a whatever. It was just kind of like, kind of swept under the rug, like, yes. I don't even understand why they brought that storyline out because it was never something that they went deep into. So what was the purpose of saying, just to, to was it to just appeal to, to the, LB, uh, you know, the LGBTQ. I mean, I, yeah, I'm going to say it. Was it that? Because why not, if you're going to say this character is gay, why not give more, more like some storyline? Why do he become gay? Why does he love Eddie? They got nothing. It was literally, he's gay. He carves the initials and that's all we got.
0: It's always been a thing in like message boards and like fan theories that they, that Richie and Eddie had a thing. So I think that's what, that's why they pulled it in. Um, more so than anything else. And like the whole thing with, with, uh, Pennywise teasing Richie, like the and when when he pulled him into that thing with the big Paul Bunyan statue, secret. he's like, "I know you're sick." It's 2019. Like, I, I like, I just Probably I don't. It I, yeah, it's like, oh, it's 2019. Like, this is supposed to be in this day and age. Like, you're, you're teasing him because he's gay. Okay.
1: Yeah,
0: like that's that's 1995. <laughs> exactly. Like, um, but yeah, I mean, I, they wanted to add some depth to depth to his character, and I could see it, while they're writing the story that why they would want to do that. And I don't think that they realized that Bill Hader was going to be able to pull so much out of the character of Richie. Because he did, I don't think that this storyline was needed because he did pull so much out of it. But, you know, as as they're writing the movie, they, of course, didn't know know that it was going to be that type of portrayal.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. And also, just to touch really quick on the LGBTQ community. I don't know if you heard this, but apparently there was like a lot of petitions and protests Regarding the beginning scene, because they are like, oh, it's a, you know, it's a hate crime and whatever. But what a lot of people don't understand, and you touched on it before, was this is an adaptation from the book. This was something that came from the book. So it's not like they just did this just just to do it and make it, you know, a hate crime. When they killed, um, I don't remember the character's name. I want to say it was Adrian, but I don't remember the character's name, the, the, the gay character where there was a gay couple and then they killed him in the beginning. Used the first character to die. Yeah. A lot of people had an issue with this scene because they're saying, again, it was a hate crime. What do you think about that?
0: Um, I mean, it's in the book, and absolutely. I mean, we'd be acting like uh, we'd be cutting, uh, playing revisionist history if we act like there still weren't people who acted like this. Now, as far as like right. killing them, but it, it it definitely is hate crimes and people who gay bash all the time. So I think that if anyone has an issue with it, they just have an issue with it because it was put in their face, and then they probably usually try to ignore stuff like this, but this shit happens all the time.
1: Exactly, but. Also, this, and I agree with you 100%, but I'm just playing devil's advocate. A lot of things were cut out of this movie. We talked about the, the the orgy, and we talked about Eddie's gruesome death. Is this something that they could have possibly taken out of the movie, or just changed it around a little bit? And if they did, do you think that would have even been a cause a bigger issue? Because sometimes it's like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't.
0: I mean, I don't think it would have caused a bigger issue if they took it out, but I'm glad that they, that they left it in. I think because, I mean, yeah, this wasn't in the miniseries to my recollection either. So I don't think there would have been a huge outrage if they didn't put it in there. But, you know, I you highly know. doubt
1: this was in the miniseries considering it was like the 80s. And you know how the 80s were with this sort of thing in television.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, yeah.
1: What else you got?
0: Um, I really don't have much else except like we already talked about the ending. Uh, we talked about most of the characters. Um, you did touch on uh Henry henry bowers um yes. and i do want to mention like in and i know i keep going back to the book but in the book like his friend coming back zombie fired and dro- driving him around that was definitely in the book but there was this whole another side story with him um and again we didn't get it i, I just feel like it ends up him being like he pops up in what like two scenes he's in the scene two or where three, yeah. yeah, two or three and it's like at the, at really what they did to him, they could they could have put anybody in that and i think like yeah. that's that's where a lot of my issues come from with them like the whole totem thing they could have took that out and added the side stories that were in the book and it would have added something to these characters and i think that ultimately hurt it i don't care i fuck i watched in game i don't a length of a movie doesn't bother me it like, we're going to see the Irishman. That's over three hours. It doesn't bother me at all if you're using that time correctly. But there was so much of this time in Derry that just was like, are we still fucking going on with these totems? Are we still fucking going on with this? And that wouldn't be an issue if you served the characters better. And it's like you could have you just could have done better with it.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree. And, um, you know, we we've seen other movies have this sort of issue where. They're kind of stretching, and they're you know they're, they're and that's what it really was. They're they stretching on these type of things. So I wish they would have just utilized the time better. Um, you know, outside of that, that's really all I got. What I want to ask you, I know we're going to get into the the grades and everything, but before we get into the individual grades of it one and it two, coming as a person that saw the book, that saw the miniseries that saw it one, the remake, it two, what, which would you prefer overall?
0: Oh, it chapter one for sure
1: over the book and the mini series
0: um well I'm a book reader it's hard like I can't I, I don't compare the book to like I'm not one of those people who are like the book I, I feel like they're two completely different mediums and different things work in a book that won't work in a movie and vice versa so I don't compare it um but I mean I'm gonna pick a I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna pick a book over a movie any day because a book leaves something to the imagination like you have to envision the scenes and because of that it's always scarier in your mind because of what you can come up with and what when it's finally put on the screen for you So I'll, I will always pick a book over a movie. Unless yeah, it's The Shining <laughs>
1: so. Yeah you you First of all you read a lot of really good books um, Probably the best book I've ever read And I don't want to get too far off topic Was The Godfather And as much as Godfather Trilogy Is amazing masterful cinema The book will always be better Because of what you said When you're reading these lines you're envisioning it in your head and in your head it's always gonna be at its best possible state. So and also in the book they go where, way in depth. I mean, Godfather's like over a thousand pages. Something that was in the movie was maybe two minutes. In the book it's like fifteen pages. So uh yeah, so I didn't read I didn't read the book of it, but if I had to choose which one I like the best, for me it was it one. I I and not the miniseries, but just it one. It chapter one. That was my favorite of this whole thing, this whole franchise.
0: Yeah. It chapter one is just like i said it's damn near the perfect movie it's Uh 700 million dollars good so i before before we go so there's been a such a string of stephen king either remakes of his movies uh new movies coming out like i said the castle rock series on hulu uh we just had in in the tall grass on netflix i don't know if you got a chance to see that yet i saw the trailer which it's decent um shit what we had what there was, it was game. There was a like after this came out. There was like two or three Netflix original movies that came out that were based on old Stephen King books. What do you? Would you? I think. Go ahead.
1: I'm so sorry. I think it. The success of it one brought that back because it's not. The first It movie that ever came out, a lot of, I'm, excuse me, the first It movie, uh, the first Stephen King movie that came out, a lot of Stephen King movies came out but weren't as successful. But I think this It kind of revitalized it, and, and now we're going to see more of Stephen King. And it's kind of funny. We didn't really talk about this, but in It 2, James McAvoy's character, Bill, he's a writer. And there's this running joke in the entire movie that his movies uh, his uh books, the endings suck. And that's actually a playoff of real life Stephen King because yeah. a lot of people say the ending of the books usually suck. So it was funny that they kind of it was a it was a nod on that. And um I think we're gonna see a lot of Stephen King stuff moving forward.
0: Yeah, I mean Doctor Sleep, you already said we're gonna be reviewing yes. that. Uh they're remaking Tommy Knockers currently, so um That'd be coming. I wouldn't mind seeing a remake to Christine personally. Um, So, I mean, the thing with Stephen King uh, books are, I think before back in like the nineties, when we were getting them, um, they were, they were loose adaptations. I think it chapter one, let people know, all right, we can stick to the Stephen King book, fix the ending and then uh, it'll, it'll be better. Um, So yeah. Okay. And then last question is um, the future of this franchise would you what would do you want to see uh, it chapter 3 would you be interested in seeing it
1: if it's just like any anything else if it's done right yes and l- let's be realistic regardless of what it or however they do it we're going to watch it just to watch it anyway yeah. but uh, you know in terms of am i going to enjoy it and you know if it's done right sure um, I hope they do bring back if they do it, they bring back Bill cars I like him in this role and um, I hope they do a, a good casting and they do the right thing um, with this casting. So, yeah, I mean, I want to I definitely want to I would love to see more of it if it's done the right way. What about you?
0: Yeah. It, 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 give me more Bill Skarsgård. Like, that's my thing is give me more Bill Scars if you're going to do it again, because I think hopefully they learn from the first one. If you could bring him back. Um, do you think that Pennywise can be on the level of a Michael Myers if he's not already like a Michael Myers or Jason? Um, I don't think that the miniseries got him on that level mainstream wise. I think like us horror fans, people watching miniseries have always known about Pennywise. But as far as like worldwide known, like that hockey mask for Jason, you can show to almost anyone and they'll know what it is. Do you think do you think Pennywise is at that level or is going to get to that level?
1: Never. never? And the reason never ever. And the reason why is our generation, you know, we're almost around the same age. Horror movies were a different thing back then. That's why you have iconic characters such as Freddy Krueger, Jason, Michael Myers, etc. The kids nowadays, and I'm I'm not even talking about kids. I'm talking about someone as young as maybe in their in their late twenties. When they look at horror, it's not the same thing. Now it's all about you know gruesome and blood and gore. Versus back in our time, it was a totally different thing. It was more like the psychological thing, and you know, Freddy wasn't scary, but Freddy chasing somebody and possibly getting them, you know, the lead-up was the scary thing. So I don't think there's ever going to be another new, new character in the history of horror period ever that's going to be considered iconic 10, 20, 30 years down the road. It's going to always remain the same ones there are now because just people don't look at it that way. I mean, wow. we had things like Saw, we had things like Saw, like Hostel. Mm-hmm. Jigsaw's not known as some iconic character, I don't think.
0: Well, that's because Jigsaw doesn't have a, a iconic form. Um, like, I, like his doll. If his doll was more prominent or whatever than it would be. Um, but I think like the last, the la the newest iconic slasher, I think, is gotta be Ghostface from Scream, right? Oh my god,
1: you've got to be joking, bro! Don't get me
0: wrong. I'm talking about. I I'm talking to- about again. I don't. You're you're talking about from an acclaim level. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about iconic from the sense of people know the ghost, like you can show that ghost face mask and people instantly know people still dress up. There hasn't been a screen, a good screen movie in 15 years, but people still dress up and scream. That's, that's what I mean when I refer to iconic level.
1: If you're talking about identifiable, yeah. absolutely hundred percent. Yes. And if you're, if you're really talking about identifiable Pennywise, because of the success, I mean, we're talking over a billion dollars. Pennywise is going to be an identifiable character. You're going to see people this Halloween, you know, you, you, there are people out there that are dressed as Pennywise. Mm-hmm. You, you're seeing them. We're, we're, we're in Halloween. You'll see that there are people dressed as Pennywise, and just like you said, Ghostface. But what I'm talking about, when I was talking about iconic, I mean, like over the test of time, and people are still. Will Pennywise be around ten years from now? I don't think so. And and because look at Tim Curry when he did it in the '80s. Where was Pennywise this whole, whole entire time? Well, that's what Not I mean. Until it one but- came out.
0: And that and that's why I hold Scarsgard's depiction be, uh, higher than Tim Curry's is because Tim Curry's came and went. It came and in, and yes. in, in, in left. Now Pennywise has had a new movie, but even since the original, it chapter one, it's been a steady stream of Pennywise merchandise. His 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 um, the the pop toys or whatever. Funko? The yeah, pop Funko yeah. The Funko Pops have, were were sold out for a long time. You couldn't even get them because they were selling out like hotcakes. So. And again, they didn't have those back when Tim Curry was around, but I really think that he, Pennywise is the only one that has the chance to get to that level. Like you mentioned, like, like I said, with, with with Ghostface, Ghostface is never going to leave no, costume stores. Ever, never at this point. Ever. And it's so simple, yeah. but like you said,
1: it's so identifiable. Okay. It's going to be there even, you know, 10, 20, 30 years down the road. That is always going to be. Um, but I was just thinking about something. Obviously, a, a, a week or two ago, we reviewed Joker. Obviously, you know, movie the Ooh, year candidate. A good one. But now that I'm, you probably know where I'm going with this. Do you think there can ever be a movie that's just strictly based on Pennywise, his backstory, how he came to be, how, or is there just not enough there?
0: I mean, he's an alien. I, I, I don't care about, like, I don't want to see is his he story. An alien? Yeah, technically, yeah, he's an alien.
1: Uh, did they ever use the word alien? Yeah, he did. did well, he
0: they said came from space in, in okay, the so, flashback. Yeah. But, uh, came from the skies or whatever. But yeah, in the books, he's in the books. He's very clearly an alien. Um But I just I, do, I, I don't want to see a penny. Matter of fact, the fact that we got that one scene with Bev where there was a human Pennywise painting his face, that was almost too much. It was almost yeah. too much. Um So I, I, I wouldn't think
1: of how they can capitalize yeah. on the success and regards to what. Because they've done so well, you gotta think they're gonna they're gonna go back to the world one more time with something, whether it's it three, a TV show, or or just something. I just don't see them just being like that's it, we're done.
0: They're gonna have to. Well, we'll see what they do with it. I uh I think there's gonna be a part three personally. I think that it's gonna be a longer gap between two and three than we had between one and two, just because you know there was a lot of a lot less acclaim for this one. You like. Almost universally, It Chapter 1, people heralded it and loved it. It Chapter 2, like, uh, the first reviews were extremely negative. So, like, there was more negative reviews for this one. So, I think give it three, maybe four years, and then they'll try to trickle it back in. How they tell that story is going to tell what they do going forward. I don't think the director is going to come back who's done these first two chapters, Hopefully they can bring Bill Skarsgård back. If you can't bring Skarsgård back, don't do it. Don't fucking. I do
1: it. agree 100 percent with uh, Skarsgård or, or no movie. And and if they don't bring back, a, I think his name is Andres Mouchetti. Bring us someone like bring a really special director to team up with with Bill Skarsgård, and we could see something really, really, really good here. And I mean it too. While yeah, it might not have been the best. At the end of the day, it still grossed 451 million dollars. Yeah. So it's still it's still again. I don't see them walking away from something like
0: that. Yeah, nah, they're going to come back to it eventually. Now, if the third one does not does even less than chapter two, then they'll probably stop it for a while. But I definitely think we're going to get a part three It's just how long it's going to take for us to get a part. three. Absolutely agreed. There you go. Well, anything left, JB, before we go? It's time to sink. It's time to sink. It's time to sink. <laughs> <laughs> what is I? and I guess we'll break it up. So you're, you're rating for chapter one. Then you're rating for chapter two or. We can just rate the series overall as a cohesive story. What do you want to do?
1: Let's do all three. How about that? All right, cool. I'm going to go ahead and rate chapter one as an 8.5. Absolutely adore. I mean, it's so hard to find shit that I hated about this movie. I'm going to go with an 8.5. I'm going to go ahead and rate uh, chapter two while not as strong. It's still okay. A lot of weak spots, though, so I'm going to go ahead and give it a 6.5. Overall rating, I'm going to go ahead and give it, only because chapter one was so strong, I'm going to go ahead and give it a 7.5.
0: OK, so for me, chapter one is a nine, almost a nine and a half. I honestly think that chapter two brought chapter one down a little bit, unfortunately.
1: Oh, agreed. agreed. So,
0: yeah, it's a it's a nine for me um, for chapter one. Chapter two is a strong seven for me. Um, and then overall, there's there's rumors that there is going to be a, a, a like a, a director's cut where it is going to infuse the two movies. I'd be really oh, interested to see how that goes and how that helps the flow of the story. It's probably going to be like four hours, though. Uh, but uh, we won't be reviewing that. Yeah, well, no, we won't be reviewing <laughs> that. Um, but overall, as the series, I'll give it a solid eight and a half. Cool. Yeah.
1: Cool. So All we're right. not we're, we're 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 a little bit off, but it's, I mean it's one point. Yeah. I think the the the, the, con, the uh, consensus is we enjoyed the movie.
0: Yeah. Overall, or you know what? Fuck it. Give me a part three. Where's Richie versus Pennywise? Just those two. Just give me a
1: little. <laughs> maybe maybe a Hulu uh, made for Hulu movie or something.
0: <laughs> but that's it, people. We are going to get ready to sign off. You can follow us at the Film Bros on Twitter. Uh, we still haven't got the Facebook page up. That's on me. I need to get that up. You can follow me personally at CEO Hayes, and I'll turn it over to JB to tell you uh, what where you can follow him and then what we got coming up next.
1: Beautiful. So uh, I can be reached on the Twitter at the P one JB. That is at T H E P one JB tweet at me. You want to talk movies? You want to talk rest? You want to talk sports? You want to talk whatever the hell I am available. Go ahead and slide in those DMS and back over to CEO. Who's going to explain what we got coming up next. All right. Week. So next week, up?
0: as you guys know, in between we, we do have a uh, episode where we focus completely on the news. So that will be next up on the horizon. After that though, I think the first movie that you guys are getting from us for November is going to be The Irishman with a special announcement. So CEO. Yeah, can you hear me?
1: CEO, I have to tell you something. What? I I love
0: you, man. (laughs) I love you too, man. (laughs) Great way to end it, bro. That was smart. I like it.